It's maybe our most basic physical human need, and yet right now, about a third of the world's population, 2.5 billion people, are what we call food insecure. Hi, I'm Bryant Wright, the president of Sin Relief. Sometimes when you live in a place where you can pretty much have anything to eat anywhere, anytime, it's easy to forget that there's so many people in places like the West African nation of Ivory Coast who have no idea where the next meal is coming from. And yet now, Global Hunger Relief Funds are helping Sin Relief Partners in Ivory Coast feed hungry people. And as they meet that basic physical human need, they're discovering how food really can be the way to a man's heart. Here's their story of hope. People think, I don't know what I'm gonna to eat today or tomorrow, and almost like a Hagar and Ismail thing where it's just like, okay, well, let's just wait and die type of thing. I mean, it's, it's gotten that tough for people. Wesley and Emily Smythe are Send Relief's associate area directors for West Africa. So combating chronic hunger is not a new problem for them. But meeting a widow who was facing a particularly desperate situation made this problem personal for them. She told us how things were very hard for her financially, now without her husband. She told how, as is customary, her husband's family had to come and take everything from her when he died. So all things were considered to be the property of his family. So she had nobody from the family or anyone else had given her anything since her husband's death. They had only come to take. Having served all over Africa, Wesley and Emily know all about the domino effect undernourishment can have in impoverished communities. That's why to them, widespread hunger is not a simple problem to solve. I think it's a, a real temptation for us, especially as Americans, to think that if someone is in poverty, all they lack is a little boost and a little opportunity, and they can pull themselves out of it and be just fine. Because it's what we're used to in our culture. But we forget that in many countries throughout the world, especially with different systems of government that are extractive and exploitive and only benefit a small elite and do everything to sort of keep a wide range of the population down economically and without opportunity, then assisting people in that sort of poverty situation becomes a lot more complex than let me teach you a skill or let me give you some food. It's just really important to keep a perspective of the things that contribute to worldwide poverty and hunger are just this complex web of, frankly, evil. Wesley and Emily have learned this complex network of evil can take on many forms in West Africa. Most lead to acts of desperation and worsen the quicksand of poverty for families. We came into this situation thinking that hunger was the primary problem. One of the really heartbreaking things that we learned, some of the new widows in some of our churches in West Africa were considering turning to prostitution 
not because they wanted to, but in this system that we've talked about where the husband's family comes and takes everything away, the kids and all of the belongings, it all goes to the husband's family, except in those situations when the husband's family doesn't want the responsibility of the kids and so leaves that on the mom, but with no other means to support herself. Those are the lessons Wesley and Emily have learned about hunger and prostitution and poverty and sadness. And those lessons learned prompted them to try and find a way to help. By using money Southern Baptists give to the Global Hunger Relief Fund, they were able to hold emergency food distributions and give out life-saving rations to these hurting families. But that's not just something that we do on our own. That's something where the global church is coming together to help provide for those needs. That's one of the amazing things about working with Send Relief and having the resources like the Global Hunger Fund. It helps us as a global church to provide hope, to provide for needs in these situations that some of us can't even imagine to come and offer assistance that, you know, at least for a few weeks or months, keeps them in a good place. Then they're able to just have the space to breathe and to sort of evaluate, maybe even try to plan, like, what can I do to get out of it? It it gives them a moment just to know, okay, we've got food for at least this while, and now I can try to figure out what am I gonna do. With how much of the region Emily and Wesley are responsible for, they have carried out many projects in impoverished communities using this readily available funding. Hunger is a significant issue across West Africa. West Africa is a huge region inside of the continent of Africa. The area that we oversee is actually about one and a half times the size of the continental United States. It's also one of the poorest and least developed regions of the world. The Global Hunger Relief Fund is especially important in a place like this. West Africa is extremely susceptible to destructive weather and civil unrest. That makes it even harder for people to get the food they need to survive. When we don't have good rains or flooding, when the rains come in abundance and wipe out everything that's been planted, You have instability from wars, civil unrest, that in some areas of this region make planting and harvesting impossible. Add to that some of the banditry and terrorism that happens in certain parts of West Africa, where people that are also impoverished will wait until just before the harvest and come and attack and steal crops, steal animals and livestock, and make the situations very difficult for the people that have poured their lives into that livelihood, into that agricultural gain. Using the Global Hunger Relief Fund, Wesley and Emily were able to start several life-changing projects to combat this region's chronic malnutrition. They started in the capital city of Abidjan. Abidjan is seen as the Paris of West Africa. So it's seen as a place that has a higher level of development, of education. People from the interior countries tend to look at Abidjan as a place where they can escape for those better jobs, for those better life situations. But unfortunately, then they find themselves in slum settings 
where there are lots of people but no infrastructure to support them. So they may not have running water. They may not have schools for miles and miles. They may not have local markets where they can purchase anything. And as they're living grouped up, like tens, dozens of people grouped up together in small homes, sometimes even in cardboard or tin shacks in some of these areas, they find themselves completely without the resources to support themselves. And so the churches there began asking, what can they do? Now, understand, the churches were also being affected by COVID. There were many people in our churches who had lost their jobs, but they also wanted to help others that were hurting uh, in their communities. So they reached out to Send Relief to ask if there was a way that we could partner with them. Send Relief worked with our local Baptist partners to design a project to meet health and hygiene needs around Abidjan, but then also to provide for food needs. Rice is one of the staple grains, so giving rice, helping provide for some of the, uh, we call it sauce things, uh, but it's the tomatoes and onions, the things that you would cut up and mix in to make that rice even more tasty. Uh, providing dried fish is a good protein and nutrient source. When I can't forget peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter is really important. So providing peanut butter as well, that is a source of, of fat as well as protein and it's something that people really enjoy. And the, the testimonies that we get afterward from these projects consistently speak of, it seems like everybody around came to take, but you came to give. Seems like everybody around me wants to lower me, but you came to lift me up. But that's exactly what the love of Christ does. It, it lifts you up. It's a gift. It's something that encourages all aspects of life. And it makes life in a complex and complicated situation where there's lots of things going wrong. It provides a hope and a joy in the middle of that, that encourages people to work through all of these different situations. Wesley and Emily are not alone in these efforts to bring encouragement and life back to struggling communities. IMB missionaries and local Baptist partners came alongside them and focused on the underserved, orphans, and widows. When global hunger relief funds are used to help bring relief in hunger situations, the reaction is generally, especially among vulnerable populations like orphans and widows, the, the reaction is generally just amazement that you didn't forget me. Over and over again, especially when we see local church members reaching out in their communities and missionaries reaching out in other communities all together, proclaiming the love of Christ and also offering assistance in hard times. To see everyone come together and to work for the kingdom is amazing. And, and we just pray that that would continue, that God would bring unity, that God would bring resources to bear, and we would just see it continue and get even better. This is Bryant Wright again. This year, the SBC has set aside October 10th for a special focus on a global hunger relief offering. I hope that you'll take part. And because of the generosity of churches like yours, Wesley and Emily and our other partners in West Africa have helped feed more than 1,500 people, and listen to this, led more than 300 of them 
to a personal relationship with Christ. This is just a small part of what God's doing across the globe, and you and your church can partner with Sin Relief in this kingdom work. To learn how, visit Sin Relief online at sinrelief.org. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to Stories of Hope. You'll automatically get a new episode every two weeks. Go to Apple or Spotify podcast and search for Stories of Hope. And finally, if you've liked what you've heard here, rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcast. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. This is Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. Join me in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.